The Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible City Consumer Credit and debit cards. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now, John. So take it off and put on some Mac Weldon for crying out loud. I didn't know it was this kind of podcast. It is. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. You've bought on Mac Weldon. It was easy, wasn't it? Oh, yes. And Absolutely it's comfortable. Easy. easy peasy. It's the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. I'm wearing underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants all right now. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. Trust me, I haven't laundered them in months. They want you to be comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. And they also won't stink. Not only do they feel good, they look good. You're going to love them, so go get them. MacWeldon.com. You get 20% off using the sexy promo code REBOUND. Again, it's MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K, Weldon, W-E-L-D-O-N.com. 20% off using the promo code REBOUND. John, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Dan Morin has a week off. I, I didn't, who approved that? <laughs> he did not fill out the form in triplicate, nor did he go to that website where you have to put in all the things. <sighs> the PTO request. <laughs> well, I guess then that's just us. It's just the two of us. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to try. <laughs> did you uh, did you see this story that um, some iPhone seven screens leaked and uh, they've got higher, better resolutions? Uh, I did not see that story. Is that okay? Was, so one of so the, the, uh... the screens themselves, not the pictures of the screens. <laughs> The screens themselves right. have better resolutions. Right. So like one of them's like 1280 and the other one's some other number. And so there's questions about if, if, hey, if they're real, does that mean then that developers have to do new uh, uh, screen sizes? Like do they have to output their artwork in, in more sizes now right. for their apps? Because, right. um, you know, everybody, I'm always, everything has to be taken like in the worst context. Yes. <laughs> and then other, <laughs> what is Apple like, ruined no, no. now by giving us I'm sure we can make screens? So I don't know. I mean, I, does the screen need to be any better for you? I don't, I don't want to be like some guy who's no. looking at standard def black and white TV and being like, this is perfect. It could never get better. But still, like, how much better can the screen be? I still don't have a retinal Mac, Mac screen. So I'm, you know, maybe not the most pickiest person. Um, but uh, I, would, I would say that my, the screen on my phone is perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. So Apple... Take it easy, man. <laughs> slow down. Slow your roll. It's fine. Get over yourselves. <laughs> um, there's a yeah. I don't know. That seems like a specky thing to do as well, unless there's yeah. some sort of thing that goes along with it. They've already told me I can't distinguish the pixels of my eyeballs. <laughs> Steve told me that. So, yeah. given my eyesight, I'm inclined to agree. And like now I can watch glorious movies in high definition on my four and a half inch phone. <laughs> the way you always wanted to. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it was fine. And then did you tell, okay, so you hadn't seen those. How about the Apple Watch 2 rumors? Did you see the Apple Watch 2 rumors? Um, I just saw one that was like a GPS. Right. Was there, GPS was there, were there other ones? A barometer. <laughs> okay. Um, which <laughs> for I my, For my with... storm chasing. I don't. I think it helps with how uh, with with altitude too, right? Oh, okay. I guess so. I don't know, but I think barometers do that. Uh, I'm not a a scientist. 
<laughs> Clearly, no no one on this podcast is a scientist. And then they say it's going to have better waterproofing and a better battery. Do you wear yours in the pool in the in the water? I have. Yeah, when we went to um, Great Wolf Lodge. When you say we, you mean you and me? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Guy, but not Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to the, through the, uh, the slidey things and into the wave pool and all that. And it was fine. Did you rinse it off afterwards? Uh, I may have forgotten to do that. Actually. That sounds like it would have been a good idea. Craig Hockenberry's advice is it's totally waterproof, but what you're worried about is the salt from the chlorine. So you got to rinse it off. Well, this wasn't salt water, but um, no, you you were chlorine. You were great wolf lodge. Yeah. It was, so it's, never mind. <laughs> There's something else in the water. I'm saying it's pee water. Uh, the, <laughs> I was not going to say that. that. That was the thing I was not going to say. <laughs> um, and yet here we so are. I, I, well, I had already said it when you decided you weren't going to say it. So I had to emphasize that I had said it. Okay. All right. I'm I, sorry I, I talked I, over pee water. <laughs> I let my water, as they call it. I let my Apple Watch in the pool and stuff, but I'm always super angsty about it, and eventually I take it off and put it on the side instead. Huh. That's my philosophy. I don't get it. If Craig Hockenberry says it's okay, it's okay with me. That's mm-hmm. all I have. That's, that you know was, that was the last word on that, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> QED. So they say it's going to be even better waterproof. What does that mean? Now I don't have to rinse it off? Or just deeper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's those are the two Apple stories I brought to the table. What do you have? <laughs> I don't have much. Um, so there's some I don't know. I saw a bunch of people complaining this morning about uh, an Apple patent for a car that was segmented, and people like you know, like Gizmodo already has a piece about it. How this is not the Apple car that we want. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a patent. It's probably meaningless. They patent say, a lot I, of things. I I don't have an Apple car that I want. I mean, I'm very intrigued to see an Apple car, but like, it's I want faster horses. <laughs> I um I don't know. I want to see what they got. I'm it's not a shame because horses are a standard unit. Mm-hmm. If, if one of the, one of them were to be faster, then that throws the whole thing off. Yeah, they can barely even move at that point. Right. It just goes around in a circle. If it's the one on the left. I miss this whole thing about an outcry over Apple car patents. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm you, okay you didn't miss that. much. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to bed. Okay. Yeah. See you later. Uh, what else? I don't know. Patents are stupid. I guess we. They uh, are. There's a. Did we talk about the? We talked about the interview with Eddie Q and those guys about TV last week. We did. Yeah. Um, and there was another interview. Right, there was the big, uh, the big story in the um, uh, uh, Fast Company. They did a big cover story on Apple and Tim right. Cook and all that. Yeah, and one of the people they interviewed was uh, Bozeman St. John. Oh did yeah, yeah. no, that? I think was that was that the same interview? Yes, it was. A, it was also in Fast Company. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I don't know how to say uh, her first name. Say it again. I believe it's. I don't either. <laughs> Bozema, Bozema, okay. John Bozeme. John says it's pronounced Bozema. People, right? I, Bozoma. <laughs> yeah, that sounds wrong. Bozema. Uh, she's awesome. I think she's probably the coolest person working at Apple. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
she um you know speaks with that the with Trump level confidence, but actually um, seems like she has talent to back up. <laughs> what's I mean, honestly, what's the most remarkable thing to me is that Apple lets her talk to the press because they are typically so buttoned up in the press. Right. Right. And she is definitely not buttoned up at all. Yeah. And it's she good. I mean, hell. finally, finally, there's somebody. It's like you could you could look at Apple and like, oh, there's a person of color. Thank God. Right. A female person. <laughs> a of female color, person no of color, no less. What what to to what do we owe this um, <laughs> bestowing of riches? I uh, after I, I, thirty was, years or whatever. The, uh, I, I did you read the Fast Company article, the big one? Um, I read quotes from it. I didn't read the whole thing yet. No. Um, I found, uh, I, I'm sure others had said it prior, but I thought that their analysis, I think it's part of the one that uh, Gruber excerpted on during Fireball, where they talked about Apple Music uh, looks as if it's something designed by Microsoft. I think that's totally accurate. I think it's totally the right way to describe how Apple Music feels to me. Uh, I, and I know you were still not running iOS 10, but the music app on iOS 10 looks like a Windows Phone app in some ways. I'm sure people, I'm, I'm going to get letters, You're but it letters. looks like a Windows Phone app. Uh, and hmm. it looks decidedly I, different I'll, I'll say that i i did not, not better. having not used windows phone i wouldn't necessarily be able to say um but Big maybe i see a slight resemblance to windows 10 which i have used mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but so I I'll, I'll allow it i guess you're an apple music <laughs> i won't fan. hang up you're an apple music customer i am yes and you still you're liking it yeah yeah i like it i mean i don't like i and i was not a big user of any of the other services. So I don't really know how it, well it compares. Uh, maybe Spotify is better at different. I'm sure it's better at different things. The, the, the big thing that I like is, is the ability to just automatically sync everything through all my stuff. Right. No, that's so, good. Yeah. When you use Apple music, are you typically using it in Apple music or are you typically using it in Sonos? Uh, half and half or yeah, it's almost half and half. Because yeah. I see that, you know, I, I use Napster, nay, Rhapsody, and um, I see it within the Sonos app probably 90% of the time. Because in the car is when I do most of my podcast listening at this point, yeah. <laughs> mostly this show. Um, so <laughs> when I'm listening to music, it's always via Sonos, and that's, like, Sonos is playing a mix of what's coming out of rapster that's what i'm gonna call rhapsody napster for now it's what's coming out of rapster or my uh local music storage thing the nas that's nsa oh right they're they're also listening (laughs) to your music selections yeah they love they might smooth stylings (laughs) (laughs) they can't help themselves (laughs) i don't know um i did have one uh weird glitch with apple music which was there was a a track that I had downloaded and was listening to through, you know, like a streaming sort of thing. Um, and, uh, and then it just like, I, I didn't notice anything. except It was in a playlist and I was doing the playlist on random a lot and it wasn't coming up. And I finally went and looked for it to make sure it was still on the list. And yes, it was still on the list. And I tried to play it deliberately and it said this, this item is no longer available. <laughs> oh, well that's great. So uh, now what? And I was I couldn't even buy it off iTunes, so I went to the Amazon store and I bought it and dragged it into my music and and then that worked. 
It, it did work. Right. Yeah. So I finally got it back. I basically, I mean, you had to, I deleted it from all my stuff just because it was just a dead reference there. It wasn't doing anything. It wasn't playing any music. And then uh, waited for it, kind of waited for that to like flush through the system. Because I've had instances where I've tried to, where I've gotten the wrong track assigned to a track that I already had. Like it, not often, in a few cases, it would assign a live version of a studio song. I'm like, I don't like the live versions. I much prefer the studio versions. Why are you doing this to me? And I would change the, like all the metadata to try and make the file look exactly like the one that I'm del- you know, deliberately trying to get. And no, nope, still, I would still get this other one. So, um, I, uh, didn't know how this was gonna, was gonna react, but, yeah. but that's why I, I deleted it from everything just cause I wanted to make sure that sort of flush the system before I add this thing back in and see what, <laughs> what it does. Do you also do like coffee enemas? Are you, do you, are you like a toxin flusher? Just, <laughs> okay. Do I sound like a toxin flusher? A little bit. <laughs> I'm just a music um, flusher. I, uh, I, I was actually um, uh, surprised in the past week or so to learn that Apple still um, gets undercut by Amazon on digital music purchases all the time. My wife was like, "Hey, I want these three songs." And oh, you, you mean know, many people wise? find yeah, oh, yeah, people many people find you know Amazon and iTunes, frankly, to be somewhat easy to use when you want to spend money, right? The, when you want to go find music and buy both of those apps, make it pretty straightforward for the Amazon website and the iTunes app. But when my wife wants to buy music, she typically says, hey, Lex, I want these three songs. <laughs> so I went to get it for her. And I was like, hey, let me check Amazon. And it was, you know, 60 something cents at Amazon and a buck 29. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah, even that much. Oh, it, it, it might have been 99. It might have been. But it's a yeah. new song. Usually so like the 69 it. cent ones are 99. But yeah. Yeah. I was just surprised. Like, what? There's, it's the same song. It's this like this. Right. It's not like one has a better recording of it. That would really be something. Like here's where all the singers are a little flat at Amazon for sixty nine cents, but they'll be right on key. No, it's the same. It's I, I don't get it. It seems like it's a commodity, and I'm shocked that Apple is not like price competitive. I don't know unless they contractually can. I think that's probably. I think that's probably what it is. Um, that's great. Which yeah, you know that's something that we all enjoy dealing with those yeah those music licensing issues that. Really, when you get down to it, it's more, it's more the consumer's business than <laughs> anybody well, else's, really. Well, speaking of the consumer's business, if you build websites or apps for a living, you know privacy policies are a big deal. Did you know, John, that it is illegal not to have a privacy policy in place on your website? I did not know that. They're typically complicated, hard to read, and downright boring. Not anymore. IU Benda is the one-stop solution to help you create your own customized privacy policy for your site or app. Cookie-cutter privacy policies are not the answer. So if you're paying Jeopardy and you were like, cookie-cutter privacy policies, wrong, it's not the answer. IU Benda allows developers to create custom privacy policies in literally seconds. It's fast. It's super simple. It's beautiful. Go to iubenda.com slash podcast rebound. That's I-U-B. E-N-D-A dot com slash podcast rebound for a 25% discount. Create your own easy to read privacy policy today. IUBenda.com slash podcast rebound. Thanks to IUBenda for their support of the rebound. All right. So, so, um, are you, let's, do you want to talk about the, the Apple watch? What, what is, uh, are you, uh, planning to purchase I'm on the one? latest beta? No, I don't think I'm going to buy it. You I don't think, think you're going to buy a new one. I think the software alone is 
uh, a market improvement. And you're, you're still not running that beta either, right? The, right. The no, beta. I'm not. So no, I, I mean, I, I have a device that I have iOS 10 on. I just don't, I didn't put it on my main device, so I can't right. put it on my phone. But they, um, in the most recent beta, they've updated some things on the watch. I mean, my watch some right. colors have changed. Some, some designs have changed a little bit, but it's, and, and, you know, the first couple of betas where the theory was, Hey, everything's going to be really fast. And it was totally not. So you were like, Oh, this is no better. <laughs> but now it's really, it's very impressive. I will say the most annoying thing that my watch does is uh, remind me to breathe, and I could turn it off. <laughs> Each time something remind me to breathe, I'm like, not now, Apple Watch. I'm in the middle. I'm of busy or dinner or not breathing. I'll breathe when I'm dead. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that's. Uh, I wanted to like the breathing thing, and I did the deep breathing twice, and it was like, hey, you're doing great. And then it's like you know, it's like when you uh, feed a stray cat. And now it's like, hey, you, you breathe those other times. You want to breathe again? <laughs> Let's breathe. Come on, buddy. Um, but other than that, it's really nice. It's it's sharp. Okay. They know what they're doing all of a sudden. I and how, and, and how is your phone? Uh, my phone's good. I'm fine with the phone now. I mean, the I use my phone a lot, so I can't really right. tell you if the battery is draining faster. Okay. Um, but it's good. I mean, it's totally stable. I can forget that I'm on a beta. I mean, I know I'm on iOS 10, but it doesn't feel beta-ish at this point. It feels ready to go. Hmm. Okay. Because hmm. I keep thinking about it. I think you should do it. I think you should pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm glad you're you're so cavalier with me. <laughs> you're you're gonna be fine. My user experience. Listen, you're gonna be fine. Well, it's gonna be great. So you're you're not. I mean, okay. So the things we talked about, we talked about GPS barometer, better weatherproofing. I mean, the, none of those things are like. I mean, those are that's like a feature list. I think right, the, and they uh, they also say it's gonna have better battery life. Yeah, but like, I'm fine with my current battery life. If they still have to, if you have to charge it. Every other day, I'm just going to charge it every day so I don't forget to charge it every other day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to, yeah, so I'm still going like to end up charging week. it every day. Exactly. Unless it's, it's like, home. hey, now we have a week worth of battery time. Or if the wash face is always on. See, I, I don't even, that, that kind of drives me crazy, though. Well, yeah, yeah. The, if I can turn the watch face on all the time, I will definitely try and do that. But, like, when it becomes a thing where I'm not doing every day, it's actually more of a problem in a lot of ways. Oh, totally. I, I will just, like, expect it to be okay, and then I'll put it off charging it and then all of a sudden it gets to the end of the week and i'm like oh i have no battery left yeah i'm with you so so i, I my gut is that i'm not going to buy an apple watch too. okay unless See, i think it's going to look different enough that i'm going to want to buy it really i think it's i well i'm hoping it's a little thinner personally but the one thing i, I really hope that does not change is the the connectors for the um straps Oh, I, I would be shocked if they changed the connectors. For the I, would be, I would be I would truly... be pretty shocked too, but I wouldn't completely put it behind them. <laughs> no, I don't think they do that. I, I really don't. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it probably will be thinner. I mean, that's the way these things typically go, but I am not bothered by the thickness of the watch. Okay. You are? Uh, a little feels bit. Feels too heavy on your wrist? No, it does not feel heavy. It doesn't feel any heavier than, I don't think it's literally any heavier because mostly because it's pl- mostly plastic. My previous watch was metal. <laughs> So it's not any heavier than that one. Um, Your watch is plastic. <laughs> My watch is heavy as shit. <laughs> no, this aluminum one, I would say is I'm like I'm aware of it, but it's been a year. I've gotten used to it. It's fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about my wrist, John. It's okay. fine. <clears throat> I don't know. Just be not. I mean, so okay. So if the watch is thinner, but otherwise basically the same shape, you're gonna. Like, I got to buy the new one. I might. <laughs> I'm just saying I might. I'm not saying. Do you think they'll 100%. sell Watch 2 without straps? Like you'll be able to buy it just the 
the watch without a strap? Oh, that's a good question. I doubt it. I think that um, they mess up their, uh, their S- <laughs> SKUs or something like that. I don't think there are oh, enough. Yeah. I don't think there are enough out there for it to make them worth make it worth their while, really. To, to separate it that way. But there are millions. I mean, I'm, plus I've never bought a watch that way. Even when Gosh. you know you, you those you know, you know, mill, millimeter things were fairly standard, even though they were much more of a pain in the butt to change. They were a standard, so it, it's a pretty good assumption that you already had some watch straps when you I went out and bought a watch. True. But all, every watch count comes with a strap. I typically buy my uh, lightning cables for a couple hundred bucks, but they come with a free iOS device. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're getting yeah. we're getting to that point where we're actually we're 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 getting low on i on, on lightning cables. So. Oh, I've I've always been at that point. We could, we could, we could use die. a we could use a um. A refresh, but even if it's one, I know I'm that's not th- that's the best thing about getting a new iOS device. It's not the device; it's hey, there's one more lightning cable in the mix now, and and headphones. At least you know. Honestly, here's here's the move. If you want to get a free a free lightning cable, I've never done this, and I don't recommend you do it. But I think the move is you buy an iOS device. Oh yeah, and then you decide you don't want it, and you return it, and they only need the device back. They don't ask you for the charge. Yeah, don't quote me, but I think that's how it works. Which is crazy. Yeah. I always find that funny because yeah, every time I've resold one too, they're like, "Don't include the lightning cable, don't include the charger, <laughs> just send us the phone." Like, do they use that okay. voice when they say it? Oh yeah, you can hear it. You can, yeah, I mean, read it. I mean, if you call them, it's a thank you for calling. Sort of don't a Long Island, cable. sort of a Long Island accent, vaguely Long Island with with a real attitude. <laughs> Keep your cable. It's fine. Um, we let's don't take one more quick want break. It. When you're done with your impressions, one more. So, quick no, break. I'm done. Okay. Before I started. The Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to The Rebound and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your City Card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit and debit cards. And we're back. <laughs> all right. Well, then I, then I'll have all the free, all the all the free, all the free new um, well, Apple Watches. Then. <laughs> um. All right. So you. Th- but. So what? I mean, I guess it has to look different, right? Otherwise, how can they even put it out, right? If it's if it's not, hey, it's my home phone, everybody. <laughs> This is the episode I didn't want to edit in case we were on <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. Um, yeah, I would just think right. it's got to be. Right. If it did, uh, if it did, and plus, plus the fact that Samsung um, already patented the, uh, the look of the original. <laughs> if it didn't look any different, then like, you have to know that you bought the new one. You have to know that people are wearing the new one. I feel like that's important just in general. Well, yeah, right, right. Although they're apparent, you know, that's the big uproar about the iPhone 7 this year is it's supposed to just look like the 6S. Yeah, which you know that's not okay. Apparently, apparently not. So I don't know. I, th- I mean, I just think this one's you know it's been a year and a half. It's kind of it seems like, and early on, it, I think they make those changes a little bit more frequently. Yeah, and then it'll slow down. But we'll see. Indeed. If it's just if it just has better battery life, I'd be actually I don't know what it'd be. 
I want the screen on all the time to get to get to the real point. That's what I want. That's the yeah, end game for me. It's I've definitely gotten accustomed to the screen not being on all the time, and it's typically not a problem. Um, I think my biggest watch complaint right now is the same as my biggest watch complaint pre-running this beta, which is that uh, sometimes when you get multiple messages at once, I think it's very annoying because <laughs> you'll mm-hmm. get like multiple taps and then you flick your wrist up and it's like, okay, here's one of those many messages and it takes too many taps to get to or swipes to get to all of the messages that you just received. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I feel like it taps me multiple times for the same notification. Uh, and I still have actual phantom taps. So not like phantom taps where I think it's tapping me, but like where my watch typically after I've gotten a notification, looked at it and dismissed it, I'll get like a weird, vibration-y, tappy buzz situation. And I know I'm not alone because I've seen other people complain about it. And I don't know if it's a hardware issue or what, but there's some... It's, it's, I basically have aftershocks. I have something no, notification aftershocks. Is. Oh, I have a tumor? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But that's that's my biggest complaint. But I, I, the, the watch OS beta really does... It's, it's not like it's a whole new watch, but it's the watch it should have been. Right. right. It, it, it's from tolerable to good. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. Like, it, uh, this is a perennial question: is whether it was released too early, and maybe they should have waited. I mean, it was. They did manage to sort of take over that that category, the smartwatch category, but it's not much of a category, so it's right. not exactly like they would have missed a huge amount. But honestly, I'm guessing part of the reason they couldn't wait is because once we started talking about it on the show, they were like, at some point, we have to shut those guys up. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice of them to do then. Yeah. Well, they care. I appreciate that. Ah, uh, I don't know. It, it's how long it was. Oh, I, I feel like I got enough. I mean, I got a good, I've gotten a good amount of use. I mean, I've got a real good amount of use out of it, actually. Even for the 400 your, and whatever. And, I, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I wear it every day. I would, the days that I don't wear it, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, <laughs> but I do prefer wearing it i've worn i think i've only forgotten it three or four days um since i got it and i've worn it every other time but the thing i miss the most when i'm not wearing it i guess is the ability to see the time on my wrist but uh Go like figure. If, if i don't know i know i have heard the story multiple times of people who go on an airplane so they put their phone in do not disturb and they have the phone watch do not disturb or airplane mode i should say airplane mode mirroring um and they forget for like two days to turn airplane mode off on their watch oh which suggests to me that people are mostly using like the on device fitness stuff and yeah, I guess so. the time telling. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, I would notice at least from the, um, the weather cause they use the weather widget all the time. I have that. Does the, the weather ca- change a lot where the you carrot. Live? It can, but I also just oh, like, you, you know, I get, I get out of bed, I put my watch on first thing and I can just like, without turning my phone on, I can check to see what the weather is going to be. Cause I got, you know, it shows me what the temperature is now, what the high and the low will be for the day. So I wouldn't I know what to put on. <laughs> I hope it's Mac Weldon. Um, <laughs> well, that's where I start. Yes. Are uh, you're a fan of all those carrot apps? Um, I just I just use the you know the two. I use the uh, the one on the phone and um, and I only actually ever got it in the first place because of the weather weather widget for the for the watch. So that was my impetus for getting it. And occasionally I, I use occasionally I use the app, but I mostly use I, Apple's weather app. I've phone. actually never used any of the carrot weather apps, my or any of the carrot apps, I should say. My main weather app 
including on the watch is dark sky that's where okay. i got all my forecast stuff from. okay and their watch app is really nice now they've gone through a couple iterations and i i'm a big fan now um i seem to remember looking at them and the one and i wanted current condition because i wanted to use the big widget i wanted current condition and then the high and the low for the day and mm-hmm. i thought at the time Kara was the only one that had it like that Listen, I'm not telling you what apps to use. I'm just yeah, telling you. I, can, I, dark I, I hear your words. <laughs> I'm not deaf, you know. What? <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> carrot and stick. Black sky. Dark sky. Dark, dark sky. sky. Black sky is a uh, um from Daredevil. <laughs> oh, I'll have to trust you on that. <laughs> um. Bad news. You don't using... involved in that. You using any other uh, new apps, new games, anything like that? Uh, no. I mean, we've already talked about. Um, I'm still wending my way through uh, the Force Awakens. You know what I have done, <clears throat> thanks to uh, the changes that uh, they made to Instagram. I've started using Flickr again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I've gone back using. I mean, I still use. I'm still in this like in between phase, but um, the screwed up timeline. And then adding these stories to Instagram have really kind of made me have, feel kind of fed up with that app. So I'm everything, trying, I'm trying Flickr again. And the Flickr app is pretty good. It's chronological and it to, uh, gives you like, I mean, the other thing is you can zoom, you can zoom in. That's like something everybody's wanted in Instagram for a million years and they just won't do it. <laughs> Everything they add to Instagram makes me think about Instagram less and use it less. Yeah. I feel like I was never a great Instagram user to begin with. I mostly just wanted to see, I mean, I, maybe the sentence is stupid, but I mostly just wanted to see my friends' fun photos and share my fun photos. Right. And it feels like they have different ideas in mind. Like, I don't need it to interact <laughs> or connect with my friends the same way. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want to send you messages. I want to see your photo and maybe comment. Yeah. Right. Maybe. And... I don't know why they have to ruin a good thing, but and I don't even understand what stories are to be quite honest. Like I have no idea what's going on. I guess on. it's just you string you know, it's like it's like old school iMovie sort of thing. You string together some images and um and some video into a montage. And but like then... when I'm looking at them, oh I see. There's just no indication. Oh, there is up there. I yeah, see there's that. that whole and then there's yeah, there's that kind of gaudy row up there. <laughs> right. No, there's this weird look at progress us, look bar at us. showing me when the photos are gonna change, but like I didn't know what I was waiting for. I do like this cube animation as I swap through or as I I flip through stories. That's fun. Mm. Oh yeah, sure. But I, I just want to take pictures, man. Just mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. The other thing I find funny is if you look at um you do sort of the the search tab on both Instagram and um Flickr, you end up with very different. I mean, Flickr is very clearly much more for. I mean, it was, maybe it's boiled down to this. Yeah, it's like so some of the pictures are just like amazing, like National Geographic level photography, and and then you look at Instagram and it's like pouty pouty uh, mirror selfie. Right. There are far fewer selfies on Flickr. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's really hard to point that Canon D ninety at your face. Um, I have to say, I have no idea if a Canon D90 is made it up. <laughs> if it's not, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone will correct us. Now I'm looking it up. Let's see if there's a Canon D90. I got to know. How stupid will I sound? It's totally a Canon. Oh, there's a Nikon D90. 
Okay. That's that's what you meant. Yeah. That's of course that's what I meant. Yeah. So anyway, no, that's uh that's the extent of uh my uh new app acquisition, <laughs> I think. Um is going back to Flickr. I'm flipping back and forth. Yeah, I'm flipping back and forth to see here. The one thing I remember is that I did put um the iOS ten beta on my son's iPad so that he could play with um Swift playgrounds. Um which he did oh, for a while. Which he did for a while. Um and then you know, it didn't seem to stick. And it kind of and I did some of it too. And I'm not maybe there's an inflection point I haven't gotten to yet there, but it just seems like it's and people noticed this when it came out. It's like it's you're you're making function calls and then you're just repeating the function calls and and then and then you make a loop around the function calls and then you know it's a little slow. Yeah, it's a little slow. But yeah. um I suppose it's, it's hard much, to get that better than just right, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Although the, it's competition isn't nothing, right? There's there's other apps that do this. Although you know, built in is always going to have a head start. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I haven't put the beta on any uh, 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 iPads yet, so I haven't I haven't okay. used Swift Playground. But I'm excited about it. I will. Yeah, because your daughter likes try it. likes is into programming, right? We're she interested is. Yeah. In... She is interested. Yeah. Um, I would even say she likes it. She likes making computers do her bidding. <laughs> um, so we'll who see. doesn't? Uh, by the way, I know you've uh, been worried, and I, I gave an update last week, because I know you, like our listeners, have been worried about the internet connection at the Friedman House. Oh, yeah. And now it's even better. <laughs> like, it went from good to amazing. I finally got... So, we were, I don't know if you've heard of these uh, this big sporting event that happens every two years called the Olympics. Nope. Um, it's like <laughs> the Olympics that Apple does, but with an O. Mm. And so, Anya and I were watching in the basement on the the big TV down there and we were using um the TiVo Mini to watch. And I don't know if you're familiar with TiVo Mini technology, but the TiVo Mini requires that you have some other TiVo in the house and then it can stream anything from that TiVo. So you can stream oh, okay. recorded shows or you can stream uh live TV because the TiVo that's on the first floor of the house has many, many tuners in it, like some obscene amount. I think it's like seven or nine. It's ridiculous. And so people can be watching one thing upstairs and another thing downstairs, all from live television if you are so inclined. Great. So we're gonna watch some Olympics in high def. And the TiVo Mini could not keep up. It was stuttering and hiccups and the sound would chop out and the video would chop out. And it was I was getting pissed. And then, then it, I, 100% true, commercial break comes on, and it's just fine. Like it is per, I'm like, okay, oh, I just man. needed a minute to buffer, and now it's fine. And then as soon as the action's back, it's right. stuttering again. Um, I don't know if that literally means that the commercials were broadcast in a lower definition or something. Like, I, oh, I don't understand how it could be, but it was like the commercials were perfectly smooth. Um, but so I'm like, Anya, you know what? You're going to go upstairs and read for 20 minutes because Daddy's going to fix this or he's going to start <laughs> swearing. And... I have, you know, I, I had purchased an extra wireless device or two as I was working on this problem. And I decided, you know, I'm going to try the airports again. Now that, now that the wiring setup and everything is better. And so I have one, I put the airport time capsule in the basement. So the modem goes straight into the time capsule, which then has a wired connection that goes straight up to the office where I really want my Wi-Fi router to be, which is another airport base station, because I want the signal to go through the whole house, not just originally mm-hmm. in the basement. Yep. So it's a wired connection from one airport to the second airport. Um, all synced up perfectly, and it has been great. So the TV mm. downstairs is streaming on that TiVo Mini beautifully. The devices aren't going offline. Nobody's stealing anybody's IP addresses. We also, by the way, part of the solution was we staticked 
all the uh, IPs of all the things in the theater, which was giving me grief before because it kept trying to get new oh. IP addresses. Yeah. So the Wi-Fi woes of the Friedman house are behind <laughs> us. It has been smooth sailing for uh, at least a week. So I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I got to figure out a way to... We, we have a Minecraft server, of course, in the house. Of course. And, um, every once What's his in a name? little. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It talk wasn't to a good joke. I don't, I don't talk to him. I mean, I don't. You know, <laughs> I'm terrible that way. <laughs> I don't talk to the mailman either. Um, but the the IP address changes, and you have to use the IP address to connect to it oh. within the app, and so it's just like every yeah, single, every single time Hankel yelled at me, "What's the IP address?" <laughs> Ooh, you should get one of the apps that you can get for your, uh, you know, there's there's a million apps that uh, look that stuff up for you. You can just pull all the devices that are on your network and they'll yeah. tell you their IP addresses. Yeah. Actually, I bet, the, cir- I bet the circle would show me. Yeah, but well, you can't give him access to the circle. Otherwise, he would turn No, he cannot have access to the circle. No. <laughs> I'm saying there's like, there's He's still going to need to ask me, but it, it's going to be easier than, than remote accessing into that machine to try and figure out what the IP address is. I guess that's my current, that's my current process. I remote access in and I go into the system settings and look it up. <laughs> There's definitely a better way than that. <laughs> no, I, that feels like it's gotta be the best possible way to be doing <laughs> Get my and iPad so, and do it with screens. I'm just a little, uh, a little turning this car around crossover. How, um, how does Hank react to having this, um, circle is he is he chill about it or is he like why are you restricting my access at certain times Pops. he is restri- he is why are you restricting my access um mm-hmm. but not um you know there's no table flipping or anything um <laughs> he uh he seems resigned to it because i don't think there's too much he can do about it unless he goes upstairs and unplugs it i suppose he could do that maybe that's what he's doing yep. right now <laughs> well i'm That'd doing be this. pretty clever yeah it would. i wouldn't put it i wouldn't necessarily put it past him um yeah the only the thing i think that bugs him the most is and i haven't figured out exactly why it's doing this but it when the minecraft game comes up there's a splash screen that shows you the history of you know the release history and news and it's just a it's a web page in a screen um and for some reason that doesn't render correctly it's it's like it throws this javascript error like javascript blocked or something like that and it looks so it looks wrong to him which which he does not like but interesting but still he seems to be but you're still circling surviving everyone's everyone's surviving under the circle the new circle regime (laughs) that's good um have you tried screwing with your wife at all and like shutting off one of her devices (laughs) uh no uh, i think that would i would really struggle with that i think i I just (laughs) really screw with my wife yeah. i don't know it's i'm a simple man uh the thing that hank always wants to do is is um is on the um what's the thing we got uh uh yeah Apple TV? um no the uh where is it find it canary kano yeah. canary which you we've talked about before he always wants to when we're out he wants to hit the alarm button so scare the crap out of the dog <laughs> we always talk about doing it but we don't right do right i was like no you're not doing that <laughs> i do love the canary yeah, yeah, I said. I mean, I set it off once for Hank when we were both in the room, just so he could hear it. Yes. But, um, but I'm not scaring the crap out of the dog. When, when we first got the canary, I was upstairs with the kids, and I was showing them, "Look, we can watch Cody while we're upstairs, and he's downstairs." And we were looking, and then we brought Cody up, and I was like, "Guys, now that we're all up here, do you want to hear what the alarm sounds like?" 
And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're watching it. I just turned the alarm on from upstairs. It was so loud when we were a floor away. Yeah. yeah. And that is the last time that alarm got sound. Yeah. I I unintentionally get creepy with the canary sometimes when we have a babysitter <laughs> because it'll keep going <laughs> off over and over again. Mm. And like, hey, I, there's activity, there's activity. And it's almost always, because it's in the kitchen, it's almost always babysitters eating our food. And we always tell them they can eat our food. But, but you have a thing about watching when, people eat. <laughs> when they're jamming their hands into the popcorn bag, and then, like, the hand is going straight in the mouth, and, like, every finger is coated with thick babysitter <laughs> saliva. And then the hand's going back in the bag. I'm like, okay, when we get home, let's throw away the bag of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> let's not eat again for a week. That's the number one thing that the canary taught me. Interesting. We have some people who are coming to, to uh, dog sit for us. They're going to stay here while we're away, and I'm just disconnecting it. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smart move. Yeah. They'll actually stay at the house. Yeah, the other staying at the house. So it's fine. Yeah. Will you are you gonna limit their internet device time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think not. Probably should, um, but Yeah. Like this is dog time. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you should be with my dog. Can you throw up a message if you're uh, if it's like they're browsing the web during a time? Does the circle give you that access? Um, it will, it'll stop it. it. It'll stop your, you know, it, it has time limits. Um, I can't do it right now. Cause if I turn my phone on, it's going to, yeah. it's going to sound like I'm sending wireless transmissions in world war one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I, do I have not been on the receiving time. end of any of those messages yet. So I don't really know, um, <laughs> what it says. I think it just, you know, I think it's a fairly nondescript, some, something, something saying, um, you know, your, your time limit is up or something. And then it says circle. Um, cause he knew what, uh, he knew what it was called without me having to tell him. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, he had, he had seen the name show up when he came to talk to me about it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'm intrigued by your fan of your, your fandom of, of circle circle with Disney. Is that what they call it? Yeah. And most of it, I mean, it's, it's interestingly, uh, iOS dependent right now because the app they've been talking about, I don't know if it's come out yet, but they were talking, they were, when I was getting it, they were still talking about the Android app coming out. Um, so right now you have to have an iOS device even to use it, Mm -hmm. which I find is kind of interesting for, I mean, obviously it's not that hard and that's probably the least of the concerns with getting it up and running. Right. making an android app but yeah and then the disney the disney part is just nothing i mean there's no it's like it doesn't send you to disney sites or you know there's no, no... It, it came from the disney incubator like in fact i i, I have yeah. friends who have gone through the disney tech stars incubator mashup thing it's disney gets first rights on the stuff that they invest in yeah and yeah. they're like okay we're gonna own that one it makes sense for them it's all it's on brand sure yeah absolutely Man, if just we had like another me. ad read, that would have been a perfect segue. <laughs> this episode is also just, brought to you by Disney. Just, yeah. Make one up. Well, I think we've learned a lot today. <laughs> you learned a lot. Yeah.